0: The Secrets of Movies and TV Shows is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please
1: visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Movies and TV Shows. Hey everyone, I'm Thomas Enderho, and you're listening to The Secrets of Bluey, where we're going to discuss the hidden layers and deeper meanings of this fantastic kids' show about Australian blue healers. And joining me tonight on the panel are Rob Leonardi. Hi, Rob. Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. And Patrick Mason. Hi, Patrick. Howdy, howdy. And hopefully this is going to work this time. It's the first time uh, recording didn't start, so we're going to kick it off this time and get it going right. But before we do get started, uh, I just wanted to mention the fact that this is a show that has been kicking around amongst the regulars at SQPN for a while, and I'm glad for us to finally commit it to tape and have a view of it, especially now that the second half of the third season has come out and dropped on Disney. If your kids aren't talking about it, I really do feel like they should. And I hear there's news about maybe more.
2: Yeah, there. I heard. I was talking to our friends over at Catholics of Oz, and they're saying that there's actually a third part of the third season currently airing right now in Australia.
1: Right. I'm more That's... bluey. I'm good. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm hoping that they don't even stop. I'm hoping that it goes well beyond uh, a third season because it, it is a it is a great show. And um, you know, I'm just going to show my cards right now and say I love it. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I love that my kids are watching it, and I would like them to keep watching more of it as we go through. So. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully you guys will agree by the time we're done talking talking Absolutely. through this, and then you'll go give it a shot. Tell me how um, you really feel about it. I, know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am super enthusiastic about a lot of things, but this is one. I honestly i've been i've been wanting to share this one with people, make sure that people hear about it. E- even if you don't have kids, I feel like it's a show that's worth giving a watch. In normal preamble. If you have not subscribed to the Secrets of Movies and TV shows, we do recommend it. If you can go to wherever you subscribe to your podcasts, share us out with uh, individuals. Make sure that you pass us out word of mouth. That's how I found a lot of people uh, join the show and get excited about all all of the stuff that we offer, like the Secrets of Star Wars, the Catholics of Oz that Rob mentioned. So there's a lot of great content coming out from SQPN. And if you like this content, if you're just interested because you came in for Bluey, there's a lot of other stuff that we talk about, too. All right. So. This show first aired in 2018, and I am actually kind of stunned that it's that young. I thought it was uh, I thought it had been around a little bit longer than that. But apparently Disney recognized how great this show was. So if you're wanting to watch this after you've heard us talk about it or you have heard somebody else talk about it and you're interested, you can find it on Disney Plus. That's where we've been watching it in my house. But it was originally an Australian TV show that is by the equivalent of the public broadcasting station in Australia. And it, it shows. I mean, it's it's very culturally Australian, which is fantastic. It's part of the, you know, kind of the core of the show. But if you haven't watched it, I would recommend that you do. Even if you don't have kids, there are at least a few episodes that are worth sitting down and giving a good view to, especially if you're going to have kids or if you have kids. In your life in any way, shape or form, <laughs> it's worth sitting down and watching some of these shows. So to get started, I would love to hear from you guys and I'll share my, uh, my story too. How did you guys first find out about Bluey and start watching it?
2: Um, for me, I was watching, I think it was during the pandemic, like we were trying to do stuff working from home and I needed something to throw my kids in front of. <laughs> and so I heard something about bluey and how my wife's friends liked it. And I was like, all right, cool. I put it on and I'm like, Whoa, I find myself watching it more than they are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't disagree with that.
3: <laughs> how about you, Patrick? I think, and I think I came home one day from work and it was on the TV. Uh, the standard, format for my kids viewing screen time is typically between when they get their homework chores done and when I get home. And so normally, and I come, the door from our uh, garage goes right into the playroom, which is where the TV is. And that, so I get a full view of whatever they're watching (laughs) when I come in. Uh, And these days it's mostly video games, but whenever they discovered it, I would walk in and that would be on. And I think that was the first time I really saw any episodes and uh i think it was like late season two was the first episode i ever saw somewhere in that so my kids have watched all of it multiple times and i've slowly been like marching through it like a couple episodes at a time and they're (laughs) and they're like oh you're gonna love this one dad are you (laughs) right
1: (laughs) they have their favorites right Yeah. oh yes they're you gotta watch this one this is gonna be great
3: Now, my daughter, specifically when she heard I was doing this, she was like, you have to say hello. Her name's Maria. You will have to say hello for me. And my favorite episode is magic.
2: Okay, that's
0: good. Yeah,
2: I actually asked my kids what their favorite episodes were today. And one kid said the cake episode.
0: Uh,
2: (laughs) One said the shop episode. And then one said the yes, no button episode. (laughs)
1: <laughs> See, mine, mine were oh, mine were yeah, very crafty, and they're like, I like whenever they're dressed up as grandmas. And, and the, so they they like just spread it across a whole bunch of different episodes. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't want to pick a favorite, but this is what I like the most about the show. Uh, and then I have a good spread. I have some some kids that are older and some kids that are younger. And so my older ones all gravitate towards those that show them growing up like they show something about mm-hmm. the the kids aging and finding, you know, still having friends when they're older or something like that. Whereas yeah. the younger ones just like the goofy, they like the goofy songs or, or you know, the stuff that they can walk away with and and play with me. And now that I've seen the show, I can't get out of it. You know? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Like you're you're stuck as it, it, It's just that's what happens. Right? Yep. <laughs>
2: yep. It, it definitely helps with the kids' imaginations and getting them
1: to play mm-hmm. games themselves. Very much so. Yeah. It's really it's really great. So, but before we get too much farther, let's uh, we'll take a step back and and talk about what the show is. So if you haven't seen Bluey, it's a show about a family. The family happens to be a family of dogs in Australia. It's it's a father and a mother and there are two daughters. And the opening theme song is them playing sort of a musical chairs, they call it statues, game. And it is very representative of sort of the concept of the show so if you just watch the opening or if you've seen that there's like a whole tiktok thing and i'll get into that later about the <laughs> opening of the show if you've seen that you you sort of know the feel of the show in general that's that's my two cents on it <laughs> but i i think one of the most flattering things that i've heard from my kids is that they feel like i fit the character of bandit like that i am like bandit as a father and that was it, it, that is incredibly like I am so happy. I am very touched. I almost cried when my kids actually told me that. <laughs> because it's a great family. Like, it's a really good, solid representation of a family. And uh, it, anything else you guys would add to that description of it?
2: Their life and going through, there's, you know, they even get into some deep issues, too. But it's enough so that the adults catch it and the kids are just enjoying a show.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It's a very different format from mm-hmm. pretty much every other show kids show of encounter because it's only eight minutes long and that includes the credits so you're talking maybe six actual minutes and it's all centered around a single game like whatever you know the game the kids are playing and that's the name of the episode and everything that happens is centered around that even though there's a lot of other stuff that's going on usually
1: they cram a lot into those six minutes (laughs) yes (laughs) you
3: you walk away and you're like that was only six minutes
1: right (laughs) (laughs) yeah we
3: have this this game now. We have in our house. It's we call it the Bluey bedtime, where we'll do a Bluey, and then the kids will put their PJs on, and then we'll do a Bluey, and they'll brush their teeth, <laughs> and then we'll do a Bluey, and we'll say prayers, and then it's bedtime. And
0: <laughs> because it
3: it's just that little six minutes. I don't feel like I'm spoiling them. You know, a lot of shows it's like twenty minutes for a show, but that format is just so unique. I'm going
1: to steal that. Yep. Uh, the right I mean, <laughs> yeah. The blue. That yeah, sounds yeah. like a great idea.
2: <laughs> Actually, in my house, that's how we started getting them to understand the time of that took you six Bluey episodes to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome. That's, I love that. That's good. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Oh, man. So I'm going to kick this one off because this is one of the things about this show is that it is so impactful like it is so touching and it's a kid's show first and foremost so it's goofy it's fun it's silly but this show just gutted me with my favorite episode i'm gonna pick on favorites right now but my absolute favorite episode is an episode called copycat and it's one where the show starts off like you said centered around a game and it's bluey that is copying her dad she's mimicking her dad like just everything he does she's doing and so she's following him around, saying all the same things he's saying. And there's obvious there's times where he tries to get her caught up by like saying something completely ridiculous. And she won't. Yeah. And he's like, well, where are you, where are you on that one? <laughs> and um, <laughs> It's a really good, like playful back and forth. And then the game stops because they find a budgie, a, a, a bird that's fallen out of a tree and is injured. Oh, yeah. on the ground. And the game just completely dies at that point because she's very concerned about the bird. And it's it then becomes the story of them picking the bird up and taking it to the vet and they take the bird to the vet and try to get it some help. And it goes poorly and they come back home and she wants to play a different game. Now she wants to play vet, and she wants to kind of reenact this whole thing that was happening. And she takes on the role of her father in that uh, in that coming back and being part of this and like all of the things she's saying about what's happened to the bird in the game that she's now playing of being a vet are the copy of her dad and what her dad, how her dad handled that situation. And the show closes with them sitting on the porch and bluey sits down by her dad and her dad looks at, looks at her and says, Hey, you're not copying me anymore. And, as a parent, I'm sitting there going, no, she's copying you in the best way possible. And I was, I just, the first time I saw this, I just started, I lost it. I was bawling my eyes out. It was so impactful because this is a six minute story. Yeah. And they yeah. told this incredible tale and framed it so perfectly. And the kids like it because it, they, they see in in themselves that trying to work something out and they, they see the goofiness of the copycat and everything. But You know, I've sat my older ones down and talked about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that is a really that's a really well written episode when you think about it that way." And I'm like,
0: "Exactly."
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that specific episode helped our family a lot because we just saw we saw that episode for the first time right after we told our kids that we had a miscarriage, Mm. and we were able to use that as a discussion board of jumping off of into like, let's talk about death. Let you know this bungee died. Let's talk about how this affects them and how they're. You know, moving on from it, mm-hmm. and that was able to help our family out a lot.
1: That's uh, that's awesome. Oh, wow, yeah, that is really cool. So, how about you guys? Like favorite episodes, other than maybe other than Copycat? Maybe favorite, <laughs>
2: <it or> <laughs> there's so many out there. Like <laughs> one of the ones I, th- I I I think was funny is at the end or the first part of season three. There's one I'm forgetting what it's called at the moment, but essentially bandit and chili let's call it for what it is they have a hangover (laughs) oh yeah the blue whales are the whale episode yes yes yes. and it's and it's like they just want to lay down in the in the front room turn on the tv and let's just let their kids happen and you know this is episode where they their kids never watch or never have screen time and it's like this this is exactly what i'm doing right now not that i have a hangover But and, and at the end, it's like, OK, you know, the the, the parents realize, OK, we need to get up and ha- and play with our kids and do something. And it's just like, oh, I feel that to my core. I need to get up and go play with my kids.
1: And I love the way it's handled, too, because it's like the kids don't know what's going on. You know, the kids are like, oh, they're tired, they're sleepy. And they just, you know, they've seen their parents, be, You know, every kid watching yeah. the show has seen their parents be tired and doesn't really know the full ins and outs of it. Right. So it's, it's not, yeah. you, you can read into it what you would like, but it's pretty clear from a, from parents perspective, kind of where they're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. That was
3: like the morning after new year's Eve, if I remember right. And they talk yes. about Stripe yep. jumping in the pool.
1: <laughs> <classic Yep>. Stripe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the first episode I watched intentionally because my kids made me play the boat game. Ah. And they were like, let's play the boat game, let's play the boat game. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) And they're like, you got to win. And so I turned it on, and I was like, okay, interesting. I really hope my wife doesn't jump on me at the end
0: of this game.
1: (laughs) Word of warning to uh, anyone who is who is planning on watching Bluey with your children, if you haven't yet, you will learn some new games, and you will be playing those games. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. That was like the routine
3: of getting into watching the show, was they would want to play a game, and I, did, I had no idea what they were talking about. They'd try to explain it to me, and I'd be like, where are you getting this from? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, we saw Bluey, okay, I'll, I'll go wide, and then we'll play the game, so... There's some of them I'm like, yeah, that's not physically possible. <laughs> Why? Because they have tails and I don't. <laughs> yep. Uh, I know which one yeah. you're talking about, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if I have a favorite, to be honest. My I I love Bandit. I, I identify with Bandit so hardcore. It's not like some of stuff like literally I watched on the screen him do things. And I'm like, I did that yesterday. I, I yes. literally, like, I walked in the room in front of my kids and was like in front of the TV and was like, "Oh, what did I come in here for?" And they'll be like, "You're in front of the TV." And I'm like, "Oh, look, I am in front." Of, you know, and they'll be like, "Get out of the way." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, now I remember." Turn the TV off. Go play outside.
1: <laughs> I think I think the most amazing part about it to me is that Bandit is really aspirational for me. Like watching the way that the two of them parent is. It's really amazing. Like it's it's good. Uh, it's good lessons in parenting because they're not perfect. You know, they're not. Yeah, they're yeah. not flaw flawless uh, parents by any means. They make mistakes. They're not flawless human beings. Uh, or dogs, dogs. excuse me. <laughs> 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 but uh, but I feel like there's a lot. To, there is a lot to learn from them. And I think uh, you know, one of the episodes, uh, bandits trying to teach the girls a lesson, and um, they want to go have ice cream. And so he's like, I'll take it out of ice cream, but you got to get me there. And then he lays down and plays uh, plays dead like he's just laying on the ground and and he's completely limp and they have to get him there. And the the whole point that he's trying to make is that something's better when you work for it. And uh, that's that's what he wants the girls to realize is that when they have to work for something, it's really it's much better and they work for it. Like they, they, he does not give up on the, uh, on the playing dead yeah. thing.
3: <laughs> yeah. I love that. Like when he realizes they're about to push him down the stairs and he's like, Oh, <laughs> he just rolls, <laughs> he rolls right down the stairs and slams into the side.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like at that point, I, I don't know if I could be able to to do that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: You see him, I don't know if this is a good decision, but okay. I'll just it. And, then, and then he starts spouting the poster quotes at them. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, That's a great part, too.
3: Right. There's like three or four of those episodes where they kind of they go through like teaching the kids the value of hard work and perseverance and sticking with it. Like the bike episode with Bluey. And Bingo trying to get that water and, the, and one of their friends trying to do the, the monkey bars. It's kind of the perseverance thing. And then the duck cake episode with Bluey learning that hard work, even for other people, even if it's like not your mess, cleaning it up still feels good. Like, and it mm-hmm. feels good.
2: I've totally felt like bandit in that moment because I have tried making my kids cakes before. Like I made a whole lightning queen cake. I'm like, this looks nothing like lightning (laughs) queen. But my son looked at it and was like, Oh my gosh, it's lightning McQueen. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you said yes. it.
1: <laughs> Fist bump. <Woo. laughs> yeah. And I think, I think the relationship between them is really good too. Like the Chilean um, and uh, Bandit have a really good relationship between the two of them so that they're not perfect. And they They freely admit that about each other, but at the same time uh, they, they love each other and they yeah. have built this family together and they're intentionally working to raise the girls correctly. And they do have differences of opinions about how they should raise the girls. And it comes out in a few episodes like that. The chess episode, uh, is one that's that's really kind of centered around that where bandit wants them to learn how to do things well because you know, if they're if they're smart and if they learn how to think, then that that's good for them. Whereas Shelly just wants them to be emotionally connected, to know to be kids and to learn to love and get along. And they in front of the kids talk this out in an amicable way that's just really nice and, and pleasant to see them have a disagreement, but also both be right about their parenting decisions there. They
2: play it right out. I, I felt like right out of my own family, their pool episode where Bandit takes a girl swimming <laughs> and has nothing prepared for them. Let's just go jump in the pool. <laughs> and it's like, oh. Well, I need sunscreen. Well, I don't have that. Well, I need a hat. Well, I don't have that. <laughs> and, like all these things I don't have. Oh, I'm hungry. Sorry. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, mom comes, you know, Bandit and Chili comes out and she's
1: got the is- has cover all cover this all the stuff, stuff ready. I was
2: like, my, my wife has totally saved me <laughs> <And> many times <laughs> in <it's> those situations. <laughs>
1: 100%. Yeah,
2: dad,
3: dad goes charging in, wife comes and saves the day. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the end of that episode where Bluey is down at the bottom of the pool and she's looking up because now she has goggles, right? And she sees Bandit and Chili come together at the top and you see her like it goes back to her face and she's got that like kind of really dreamy looking smile on her face. And they do it several times throughout the series. It's very clear that the show is projecting that it's important to these children that their parents love each other. Like that mm-hmm. is like supremely important because there's a couple times Chili and Bang will get in an argument and the kids like will freak out about it mm-hmm. and <laughs> spend a whole episode like they can't be enemies, you know, they'll be enemies forever if they don't, if I don't deliver this mail. <laughs>
1: Right. <laughs> over, over this floor is lava <laughs> the house.
0: And
2: just, or even the the smoochy kiss episode where they get mad at each yes. other and then mom just wants a smoochy kiss and all the kids discover all
1: of dad's icky flaws. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then by the end of the episode they're like, How do you put up with him?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> you <can have> him. <laughs>
1: And the one thing I really like, too, is that they have many other parents that are shown in the show as well, and especially the, the close relations of um, Bandit and Chili. And, and those can be really interesting, too, because we see a very different style of parenting to theirs and you know sometimes we get like one One of them is a they're they're chatting on the phone with their cousins oh man that that one oh, is yeah. so good we see an actual argument between the between their parents of these uh, their cousins and bandit's great because he walks over and he says hey can we just put uh turn the sound off on that yeah for a little while, <laughs> little while and um because he knows what's going on and he's like just let it just let it run its course and you see the argument the discussion go from a disagreement about how to parent into them making amends and coming to a, a compromise and agreement and then solving it from there you know and, and it's still it's funny and it's hilarious and the kids love it because in the midst of that they're drawing on the screen and being goofy and and you know the kids are all just doing silly stuff and so you know your kids watching it are, are getting all of that out of it but you as a parent are watching it and going oh man that's tense and Still feeling like there's a positive outcome from it, which is really cool. I like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different families in it, which it's nice to seeing that different perspective and different kids' perspective. Like one of the newer episodes that just dropped is called Black Hole. And it's about a yes. kid that oh. just keeps trying to go off on his own. And go into, you know, a, maybe pretending a black hole and come to find out that when he was really young, that he thought his mom abandoned him in the playground when she really didn't. He just lost her. And he's trying to, like, relive that experience and kind of heal from that experience. Mm-hmm. And really interesting to see that. One of my favorite, one of my favorite parts about, like, Another Family was the one episode. I forgot what it's called, but the there's a dad tr- and a, trying to go pick up his kid from school. and yes i know i
1: know exactly what you're
2: talking about (laughs) it's the bush road they get all these you know go all these different roads and they they stop at the road and they're like well it says all-wheel drive well how many wheels do we have or it was no it was how it says four-wheel drive well how many wheels do we have four Oh, that means we can make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like,
3: I don't have four wheel drive. I only have all wheel drive. And the two year old. Well,
2: how many wheels do we have?
0: <laughs> four. We have four. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it.
2: <laughs> but they even tackle like autism issues. There's a mm-hmm. there's a kid with autism. They have um, other parents that are just kind of, I would say, kind of high maintenance of, you know, that 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 they want that perfect poodle. Mm-hmm. episode right where you can't get any mud, you can't get dirty and then just coming down to earth being like let's go have fun right.
3: <laughs> yeah the episode with the adhd kid that hit home because my son uh he's about seven well actually he is diagnosed autism doesn't have it extreme or anything but he has the same kind of problems that that kid had and just watching him with rusty the other dog you know play the whole day and be able to overcome those things with the help of a friend that hit home pretty hard. I gotta admit, that was really good. And the other one, the the episode, the octopus episode. I really like that one.
2: Yeah. yeah. With just the dad that didn't know better. Right. Yeah.
3: Well, and and like what I've noticed in my friend's group is I'm very much like Bandit, but a lot of the dads are not. They're, you mm-hmm. know, like other other, <laughs> other dads in the show. And it was good. I think that episode was really good because I think in a lot of ways, it was for those kids whose dads aren't. They're more like Chloe's dad. They're more analytical. They're more that kind of direction instead of Bandit's sort of craziness. <laughs> 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 and it was it's good to see, like, there's a variety amongst adults, just like there's a variety amongst the kids. Right.
1: And it's good to teach kids that, like, not everybody's like your parents. And that, and that sometimes you can. The, the games that you play that work for your friends and their parents aren't. Games that'll work with your parents, but you can still connect with your parents. You know, you right. just got to kind of learn who they are. And that's that's one of the things that I think is really great about the show is it's really good about making connections between people. And the kids have friends that are kind of jerks sometimes. <laughs> you know, there's like there's a whole episode that's basically dedicated to a kid that essentially cheats in a game that that they play together. And nobody really wants to play with her, but they do anyway. And so then they kind of explain that over the course of the uh, of the show. Before then, they go play this game called Shadowlands, where they're having to stay only on the shadows. And she keeps trying to bend the rules, like, "Well, maybe this one time we can." No, that's. And they, they yell at her, "No, that's not the point. You can't do it." And um, and she learns and she grows in that moment to realize that playing by the rules can be fun because it makes it more interesting. Yeah. It's cool to watch those kind of episodes as well, where the where the kids themselves are growing.
2: There is one episode that Grandma's watching all her grandkids. And the muffin is just being the the cousin of Bluey is just being because crazy, of and <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm watching those my kids, and I'm just like, okay, hey kids, is this how you should be behaving with grandma? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, muffin gets her own in Grandma's though. When when, they, when it comes back and they're playing Grandma's in this uh, in oh, one of the latest ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was so good. It's a great moment. Grumpy Grandma. Grumpy Grandma. There you go. And then she she get
2: she ends up selling something for like a thousand dollars. Right. For dollar bucks. That's what it is.
1: Well, cause she hasn't made it. but I, I think it's one of the things I think is really interesting about this show is kind of the way it's made. And um, this is I'm going to talk to the TikTok thing here because it's really funny. but in general, the show is really cool because they didn't just use voice actors for the kids. they have actual kids that are part of the crew for the show that are voicing the children. And they've done a really good job of kind of keeping them out of the limelight, but still letting them get in uh, involved in the show and, and have these speaking parts. And so sometimes the reactions that you get are really genuine like kid reactions because it's the kid kind of like I think thinking through what the situation would be like and behaving that way <laughs> which comes down really well. And um uh, I the, the other part of it is the writing for it is it's designed with that specific purpose of trying to make uh, a show that's for both kids and parents and about growing as kids and parents like that's kind of the objective that they had in writing the show was make a show that was about how to to be better and so they wrote intentionally flawed characters for the show that have room to learn and even after they've learned they haven't become perfect you know so in a six minute show you're not gonna come up with the solution that makes you the perfect person (laughs) which I really like because even even by the by the end of the show sometimes the solution they come to is good But you see that that character still has a little bit of room to learn some more, especially when you see them later on. (laughs) They're they're behaving the same way again or or something similar. You know,
2: I like how they connect some episodes. Like one episode is literally just a continuation of the previous episode, like when especially when they're Mm -hmm. like at Calypso's and you can see how they progress throughout that day. And it's almost like a extended episode in a sense but you can still clip it at that six minute mark. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> it, it, there it is. Oh, but actually, <laughs> here's the other one too. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was I was actually looking up this morning the creator Joe Brum. He I I don't know if he's Catholic per se, but he did go to a Catholic school, like Catholic high school. He he spoke how that influenced him and in what he's writing, and he even in the in the Shadowlands episode, he was actually he tried making a, a Jesus joke because the, the the Shadowlands is everywhere that their sun is water, and so he he wrote in a joke saying. Oh, we can't walk on that, and someone goes, "Well, Jesus can," <laughs> <laughs> and apparently the higher ups kind of cut that out. <laughs> yeah. But and he was he was he was sad about that. But you can see that Catholicism in that writing in it. I think,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I do, I do feel like there's a lot of really good opportunity for the characters between each other to make sure that there's understanding and that they're really compassionate and not in a anything goes kind of way either because there's a lot of times where they you see an adult pull another adult aside and you know there's a conversation as, as, as an adult yourself you know there's a conversation going on and you're not privy to it in the show because the kids aren't privy to it and the show is really about the kids but you see that something's happened there and then there's a change afterwards and that's really cool I like that that's uh, that that's something that they approach that it's okay to to have adult discussions between adults and make it about uh, hey, here's how we could do better in this situation and 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 improve what's going on here. So that's a really neat part of it. I think one of my favorite stories, too, is that um David McCormick, who voices Bluey, uh, was asked to do just a couple of lines. You mean bandit? Oh, I'm sorry, bandit. yeah, who did yeah, you're right. yeah. Yeah, who did bandit? Uh, he was he was asked to do just a couple of lines, ended up voicing the whole pilot and now does but <laughs> <laughs> permanently it's just permanently the voice. I, I love that. It's one of those things where I, I really do think. like if you if you got involved in the show, you would want to stay involved in it. And it does feel like everybody who's kind of tied into it at this point is really sold for it and really interested in making sure that it continues and uh, keeps growing.
0: But
3: yeah, it it never feels false. Like it always feels like Mm -hmm. the things that are important to the children make sense. Like it's important, like the things that they think are important, both the ridiculous things that are part of the everyday life as a child, like ice cream and candy and toys and, (laughs) And not having to clean up after my sister and, and when, what have you, mm-hmm. but also yep. the the actual solid kind of bedrock stuff like my family is is vitally important where my sister is like my parents, a love that we have, like the kind of sanctity that the family has within the blue the blueiverse. Um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> and the, the importance, not just within the kind of nuclear family, you know, Bandit, Chili and, and Bluey and Bingo, but in their extended family, you kind of get this as they tell stories about Bandit and Chili's past, as you learn uh, who their relatives are, as they sort of build the extended mm-hmm. family, as they kind of in that one episode in the Christmas episode where the Christmas Swim where they have that doll and they sort of bring this whole new member into the family and sort of showcase what being a, uh, a healer is all about the sort Mm -hmm. of prime importance of the family uh, and the family structure and the family helping each other out and, and calling each other on problems. Like the whole episode where bandit gets jinxed and he can't talk (laughs) is, Uh is just this giant lesson on like what goes around, comes around and, You need to be a good big brother. your your little brothers are important, and not even like the like. Yep. I I find that the two like when he when he tries to get his parents to say his name, and his dad won't say it because <laughs> he's like, I think it's an improvement because now you're all you know. There's less of you talking. <laughs> How do I jinx all of yeah. you? How do I jinx Oli?
1: <laughs> what do we just say? Jinx, jinx, jinx?
3: <laughs> But the mom being like, I'm not going to say your name because you need to learn this lesson, you know. And that to me is, I think, what speaks so highly of the show is that it it. What's important in real life is what's important in the show. It never feels kind of fake or starch or anything or, or mm. smoothed over.
2: Even they do that for adults, too. There's the one episode Mum school. I, I don't know resonated with me because it's like sometimes you just feel like you're failing as a parent
0: mm.
2: <laughs> and mm-hmm. with the whole idea of mum school is Bluey is, you know, trying to take care of her balloon. This this green balloon is her baby. Right. And trying to take care of this. And she keeps failing in various ways. And then at the end of the day, I'm still doing a good job. And then she let her, you know, her balloon has to go off into the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's wow. Yeah. That's, you
1: know, we just kind of as parents, we just kind of keep doing our best. So I've alluded to it a couple of times, but I don't know. Do you guys know the TikTok thing that came out about Bluey? I, I no. don't. Okay. No. So there's a lot of discussion about the theme song and, and what the timing of the theme song is so what the time signature of the theme says it's, it's probably like really nerdy music tiktok that, <laughs> that this is on so that's why I'm, I'm probably part of it but um apparently there's been this huge discussion about the theme song so it's i and this is the interpretation i like the best there are some youtube videos i recommend adam neely's uh, youtube video about this because he talks very very deeply about what all the possibilities are for this but essentially the theme song runs in a way that each of the characters has a set number of rests between the the time that their particular piece of music ends and their name is called so with mom it's 4 beats with dad it's 3 beats with bingo it's 2 beats and with bluey it's instantaneous like it just comes right after the music so it's this this little jingle the the song stops the person keeps dancing and then they get called out but there's a longer rest for the first one and then it gradually Slows down, so you got to go back and watch it now, and you'll you'll see it. Like just you can 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 count it 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 off and count the number of beats. (laughs) It's like, hey, there you go. Yeah, exactly. If if you've seen the show, well, except for the one
2: that it 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 turned from episode of Bluey to episode of Bingo. I was
1: going to say there there
2: are variations
1: on this as well. So, yeah. So apparently this was a big thing. And uh, a lot of people started talking about the show and kind of came back to it for that purpose. But it's I, I love it. Uh, if, if if you get a chance, uh, I definitely recommend watching Adam Neely's breakdown of it because he talks through all the possible ways that you could actually conduct this uh, <laughs> this piece of music if it were an actual piece of music.
3: I have to recommend it. My 10 my, my year old daughter watches YouTube videos about Bluey. Like, like the Easter eggs and
1: whatnot. So I'll have to <laughs> re- recommend that one to her. So I have to ask, what has come into your house from this show that is going to be around for a while? I've got a few things on my on my plate too, but I'm gonna. I'll let you guys open it up. Games, songs. What are the things that you do now from Bluey that you didn't do before?
3: So there's a game we we always used to play, Tickle Monster, where I would run around, you know, the house, and I I can't preach enough the importance of having a circular house or a house that has a circular run to it because then you can play these games ad nauseum but I would chase them and tickle them right that is that's sort of the game but then um, after they saw tickle crabs it became now a boomerang like I would catch them and tickle them and then they would turn into the tickle crabs and then I had to run away from them (laughs) and Nice. And I have to admit, it's gotten harder as they've gotten older. They're,
0: they're a lot quicker uh. than they used to be.
3: <laughs> I'm pretty sure now, yeah, like now. my daughter just sort of <laughs> lets me get away at this point. <laughs> like, I think she could run me down <laughs> if she really wanted to. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely solid. That's going to be there for a, a while.
2: I, I wouldn't be able to pinpoint particular uh, games per se, but my kids will pick up on random games for, cause they play so many different games. They'll play, Oh, we're going to play this today. We're going to play this today. But we, I, I would have to say that it probably helped us with more just helping with being able to actually talk to each other and to having mm. the kids talk to each other. Cause there was the one episode where bingo was being played with too hard by bandit. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so my, you know, my I've I've little girls and it was like, oh, daddy, you're being too rough. And I was like, OK, all right. I, I understand now <laughs> and being able to just communicate that. Or there was one episode where Bluey and Bluey kept interrupting Bandit when he was talking to adults. And so he kept trying to walk her through like, OK, let's try this. Hold Hold my arm. And Mm -hmm. I'll come back to you. Okay, you did a great job, but now you need to be a little more patient. And I think Mm -hmm. those types of things on my end is what I kind of see, just trying to incorporate that more mindfulness of what I'm doing as a parent. But at the same time, my kids pick up on all those games. And depending on what Bluey episode we watch latest is the game they're going to be playing.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Absolutely. I think magic is the one that takes the most uh finesse as a parent to keep up with because uh, they they are randomly pointing at you and you have to kind of interpret what they're doing which in the show it's like it's unfair because they have the advantage of you know it being scripted and like your kids are like that's not what you were supposed to do. <laughs> how do
3: you know that was like a slowdown wand and not like a like a frozen wand or like how did you know that exactly? <laughs> Just instantaneous react. Come on.
0: Yep.
2: Yep. Yep. Or the ma- magic asparagus and changing you to different uh-huh. animals. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: or just something com- becomes randomly incredibly heavy. And, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know. laughs> but, but, you know, the interesting thing I've found about that is that like they react to whatever you do. So they may have had something in mind, but if, as long as you are keen to the fact that they're doing something magic, whatever you do is suddenly what they intended for it, the thing to happen. Right. Yep. So that's, that becomes fun too because it comes to this, this collaborative imagination that you're doing with them, which is really cool. Any other like really big emotional connections that you guys have had? I think we've talked through a lot of them. Yeah,
2: I think the latest one is the onesies episode. That mm. that's a really deep cut with fertility issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ha- I have a, a one of my best friends is currently struggling with that type of stuff, and it's a great thing to be able to just like, hey, this is a thing out in the world that yeah, we're we're all. Catholics, we all are wanting to help create more children of God, <laughs> but sometimes we can't, and it's hard for people. And we need to be mindful of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought it was handled really well, and yeah. at, at a really? kid's level, very well. It was really, it was really good. Yeah, the
3: the black hole episode was pretty intense for me. Um, it it harkens back to a lot of stuff I've been dealing with over the past decade or so. <laughs> so I was like. <laughs> That's really good. That's really nice that they address this kind of like how that sort of plays out when you have a, a trauma in the, in your past, and then you and they do this actually with several episodes, but the sort of the like the budgie episode, the sort of need to reenact it mm-hmm. that comes with dealing with the trauma, but then also the necessity of having somebody tell you, okay, you're you don't have to do this anymore. You can right. you can move on to that because I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people don't realize the sort of traumas that kids go to or go through and then mm-hmm. how that can affect them down the road if it's not dealt with at some point within the childhood or even within as they get older. And so it's right. great. just
2: being able to grieve properly right. and being able to understand what grief is and be and process that.
1: Yeah, I think that the episodes about aging, too, are really interesting because uh, we don't we don't talk about it as much because it's mostly about the kids. But there's some episodes about Chile and her dad. And how he's he's getting older and he's he's struggling with his health and he just wants to be a kid again with the kids and he, he really he can't and he shouldn't be. And Chili's trying to help help him be healthy, make sure that he's taking his medicine, that he's he's doing the things he needs to do. And um he's kind of reverting into that that childhood phase to to go out with the girls and hide <laughs> in the bush and all this kind of stuff. And um it's fun to kind of see her caring for him. In a way that's similar to the way that she cares for her kids, but at the same time with that respect of her aging parent and being available to the memories that he has with her, but also saying, hey, it's time for me to take care of you now. You know, and that's it's a really, you know, having a a parent that I'm currently caring for in that way. It's really helpful to kind of think about that and just to, to process that and be and be part of it.
2: Yeah, there, there's also the episode after the, immediately after the duck cake where they actually get to have the duck cake. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because uh-huh. it's for Bingo's birthday, but everyone's forgetting about Bingo and then everyone's forgetting about Grandma and they're able to connect old and young and through that I'm being forgotten. And mm-hmm. I think they did that beautifully and we were able to
1: open the eyes of, of everyone around. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's got, it, it's got a lot of really good. And for anybody who hasn't watched the show, you don't have to watch every single episode. You don't have to. <laughs> but you're going to want to. You're going to want to. And they're only six minutes. I mean, it's eight minutes total with the credits. And come on. <laughs> and if your kids are watching them, ask your kids, what's your favorite episode? And then watch the one before that or the one after that, because it's probably one of the ones that's like geared towards the parents. That's, that's good. The kids enjoy it. But like, you're going to watch it and go, oh, my gosh, that was so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Any other thoughts about about the show? About uh, you know, how to get your kids involved in it? How to how to watch with them? I, I think that's a good one to make sure that you do.
2: Yeah, I I think just being able to use Bluey as as a talking point, as a launchpad for issues, or for just hey, want to play that game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and getting them involved so that it's it's I I one of the things I love is that they don't have like it's not a lot of screen time. It's yeah. We're, our kids are watching it. That's part of screen time, but their games are not sitting and watching TV or watching mm-hmm. anything. And the only time, you know, the times that they do it's dad gets up in front of it and turns it yeah. off. <laughs> right. But it's, and it's a lot of let's get up and move and go do stuff. And I think that's kind of missing in our culture a lot today mm-hmm. that, you know, there's screens everywhere in, in, in restaurants and in, in our house and at school and, being able to oh, let's let's put these away and let's go have fun like we used to back when we were kids when we didn't have screens all the time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let's let's take some office supplies and build an island. Right. Right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that where it's not even playing with toys. Just go find random items in your imagination. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: well, I love that it's the cool. imagination episode where they're in the car driving to Nana's and they're like, "Oh, what are you going to do at Nana's? Watch TV?" And Dad is immediately like, "No, you <laughs> watched too much TV this morning." <laughs> And I was like, I've said that. I know I've said that. (laughs) But then they spend the whole drive coming up with this really fantastic story. And then the kids draw it. Like, that's what when they get to Nana's, Bluey's Mm -hmm. like, you know what? Maybe we should draw instead. And I think you're right. I think it's a great seedbed for stuff to do with the kids. You struggle with trying to figure out, okay, let's be honest. We've all spent a good deal of mind-numbing years in front of the television. And just an old Simpsons joke where... Bart is like, I, I'm i a 10-year-old boy, I've got an imagination, I come up with something and he sits down and he tries to make an itchy and scratchy episode of his own, and then nothing happens, because <laughs> he, all he does is sit and watch the TV, and yep. so, like, if, if you find yourself struggling with, what are some things I could do with the kids, those are some things I could do with it. I think another good yeah. outflow is the interactions mm-hmm. with each other, the fact that the kids... Can in fact play with each other, and it's good that they do, and they come up with games and Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff.
2: And it's even like there's the one camping episode that is like, yeah, you might not speak the same language, but you can go and become friends, Mm -hmm. and just teaching kind of that that you just go have fun, go go be friends, and then at the same time, like as parents. There's the the dance mode episode uh, where yeah. Bandit does something wrong, <laughs> and okay, well you're gonna have three dance modes that you're gonna turn whenever you want me to. I'm just gonna break out and dance, <laughs> and as as kind of a apology to the kid. Like how many times oh. as parents do we do are we apologizing to our kids? It's. Mm-hmm. And I just, it, it's hilarious because at the end of the episode, he's like, I'm doing this for my kid and dancing in front of everybody.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's past the three. He's already done it. Yep. Yes. Right <laughs> it's,
3: it's not just him. It's the whole family at that point because they, yep. they bring it all in because now it's this big apology to Bingo at that point from the whole family's <laughs> perspective. Well,
1: and, and I, the other thing I like about it, too, is that uh, Bandit challenges the kids. That's that's yes. one of my favorite parts of it is that he pushes them so they play the games, but at the same time, he's also he's he gives as much as he gets <laughs> a lot of times with them. So he'll he'll have something where he makes them like work for, you know, the, the ice cream that they're going to have. Or he will. The, the other one that he does where it's um, born yesterday. Oh, where, uh, yeah. <laughs> he pretends that he's born born yesterday and they have to to teach him everything. And he he doesn't know anything.
2: <laughs> well, the things I love about that is that he learns along the way himself. Mm -hmm. And it's like at the end of that episode, he's decides to go outside and sit and look at the leaves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like there's the the pirate episode where he's trying to help out the kids become courageous while swinging. And then there's a dad that walks behind him. And all of a sudden, you know, he's pretending to be this big blue whale. And all of a sudden he's he's oh, I'm not I'm not going to do that anymore. And he's telling these (laughs) kids to be courageous. And the kids are like. I, okay i'll be courageous and then it's like okay well now it's now it's bandits turn to be courageous <laughs> yeah, right
1: yeah. yeah i love i love those kind of things where it's just you get to see a a real insight into uh some some options for you as a parent that uh you know maybe you weren't ready for or or didn't know uh about and that's really it's a kind of cool look into their world and uh world of of, of what could be and that's I really like that, and um, I think I'm going to close it out on uh, uh, talking about the. I think the one that taught the biggest lesson out of any of them, which is uh, they, there's an episode about promises uh, that that they go through, and it's uh, Jill, Chili's very concerned about the fact that uh, they're throwing around the word "I promise" or "I will" uh, or, or saying that they'll do something very uh, just casually, and it's not just the kids it's uh bandit as well is kind of caught up in all of this because he said that he was going to do something with with the girls and then let them dictate the way that things were going and uh, he said he was going to take them to the, I think it was the library and by the time they got out of whatever they were doing the library was closed and they felt betrayed and so there was this whole back and forth about that and by the end of the episode it's not just a lesson about them as a family it's not just a lesson about being honest and, and making promises, but it's a lesson about like society, you know, like this is how things work. Like, if we can't trust each other, then what really is any of this? And it's, it's like, it's a big moment. And I think it's great because we need to let our kids have more of those with us, you know, where we're, we're talking big things and let them in. They're just because they're young. And, and these kids are supposed to be like uh, five and seven, I think they're the ages of the girls in the show. Uh, just because they're that young doesn't mean that you can't let them have that big insight. And that part I really love about the show is that you can let your kids into the adult world. They don't have to be uh, be kids and be protected from big ideas like that. And in fact, yeah. it's good if you can introduce those big ideas to them.
2: Yeah, don't don't discount kids. Don't try to say they're not reliable or anything of the sort because. They understand a lot more than we give them credit for, and as we push them mm-hmm. and challenge them, they're gonna go above and beyond our expectation.
1: absolutely. they'll they will step up to the plate, I feel like. Good deal. I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it there. I do have some patrons to thank for this evening. So um I would like to thank Aaron W, Henry L, Mark K, Kevin L, and Ron S. Uh, Their generous contributions to SQPN uh, make it possible for us to continue shows like this and all of the other secrets of movies and TV. If you'd like to donate, uh, please find us at sqpn.com. Also, what are your thoughts about Bluey? If you've watched it and you had a particular favorite episode, I know we talked about a lot, but there's still a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'd love to hear from you. And, and it can be just a funny one, too. It doesn't have to be as deep as uh, some of the ones we were getting into. But uh, be sure to email us or comment on our Facebook or Twitter page and let us know. You can email any feedback by finding StarQuest on Facebook at facebook.com slash starquestmedia. Or you can find us on Twitter at sqpn.com. Or new option, uh, newish option is join us on Discord. I think that's where a lot of uh, people are connecting with us right now. It's a fantastic community. Uh, sqpn.com slash Discord will get you that link. If you don't know what Discord is, great kind of closed social media community. So you're getting really only people that are involved in in SQPN. Uh, A lot of our show hosts, but then also a lot of people that are regular listeners and uh, have a lot of really fun stuff to say. If you would like to find previous episodes of Secrets of Movies TV, please visit sqpn.com slash secrets dash of dash movies and TV shows. Again, I'm Thomas Andrew-Hol. Uh It's been a pleasure hanging out with you guys. I appreciate you joining. Uh, thanks, Rob, for uh, hanging out with me this evening. Thank you for having me. And thanks, Patrick. Appreciate oh, you it was being great. here. Great conversation. Definitely. Uh, and thanks again for listening to Secrets of Movies and TV on StarQuest. Here's
3: another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy. Jimmy Aiken's Mysterious World. Find the show wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash
1: mysterious.